Something interesting we did learn was the fact that Coral only has sex once a year. So It's more than you. Yeah, oh, fuck <laughs> off. I was going to make a joke about <laughs> you and Coral having something in common, but you beat me to a punch. <laughs> fuck. You're listening to Behind the Bays. I'm Star. I'm Lockie Mack. And today we are here to talk to you about episode five of Byron Bays. And holy shit, it was a goodie. Yeah, I can't do this for much longer. <laughs> I'm at the point now we're watching these episodes. I'm just like, fuck. I, it's really taking a, like a proper toll on me now. Yeah, we do have a pretty good thread going as each of us are watching the episode. It'll just mainly be like really close up photos of our faces being like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> It's like, did you get up to that part in the middle? I'm like, yes. And I yelled. It's great. Whenever my parents come in the room and I'm watching it, because it, it is work. Me watching a Netflix show is work. Yeah, it's, it's a like, hard life. They're like, do you need anything? I'm like, mom, get out. I'm working. <laughs> Something happened to Saskia. <laughs> it's really stressing me out. It's taking a big toll on me. So I was just wondering if you give me some fucking space. <laughs> But no, I'm really enjoying it. So the main event of episode five, we have Elle's infamous mermaid party. Mm, yeah, infamous is the right <laughs> word. It was, it was like watching an episode of My Sweet Sixteenth. It's oh. like this girl who's like, tonight is all about me. I'm are a sexy mermaid. I'm a mermaid. Hey, Elle, are we meant to be like saving the earth? Yeah, but I'm fucking gorgeous. <laughs> Like, okay, cool. So man. what we thought was really important to do today was to do a quiz mm-hmm. on the interweb. And that quiz is to figure out which Byron Bay are you? I mean, we probably have in our mind who we'd like to be, yep. but there is a difference. And this, this is scientific, right? This yeah. is a quiz. Yeah. I know that 9.com.au did some <laughs> he, like heavy research before they put this out. Definitely. Yeah. It was this. And then they had to put out an article about Carl Stefanovic <laughs> spotted at a Bondi cafe enjoying a cuppa. Keep your hands to yourself, Carl. Oh, come on, Carl. <laughs> you saucy fucking minx. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go through the questions mm-hmm. and I think we might try and answer them for each other. You want to you you do, do that? Yeah. Right. You think you know me? So I, I, you don't get any say in how I answer. You can critique what I say, but I'm going to answer how I feel you deserve to be answered. We are going to chuck a sneaky link, get it, in our show notes. If you want to play along with the quiz, please go and click it right now. We can do this together. Yeah, obviously this is an interactive podcast (laughs) as much as it possibly can be. So our first question is describe your perfect Sunday morning. And we've got a couple options. Letting inspiration strike and making art, hitting the shops for a new outfit, chilling out with some tunes and a cup of tea, and ordering a coffee and scrolling on Insta. Your perfect Sunday morning. Anything that sticks out there for you? Um, okay, Lockie. So your perfect Sunday morning, I believe, is hitting the shops for a new outfit. You think I'm like Sunday morning, first thing I wake up, go, oh. Cotton on? Well, because every week you come in here with a brand spanking new shirt on and I don't know where you get them all from. You know, we've done like four episodes. I have more than like four shirts. Where is he getting all these clothes? (laughs) He's a material girl. I had to literally borrow your shirt for one of the episodes because I didn't have one. Yeah, it pissed me off because you looked better in it than I did. (laughs) Look at my guns, bro. Well, I'm wearing this $7 rip-off Ralph Lauren shirt from China. Genuinely $7. Bought it at a market over there. So I'm styling, but I think, so you think I would go out and buy an outfit and I would disagree with that, but I think your perfect Sunday morning cuddled up with the, with the BF, you know, just ordering a coffee and scrolling an Insta and nursing a hell of a hangover. Um, 
I'm old as fuck. I don't do hangovers anymore. Thank you very much. Secondly, mm-hmm. I don't go on my phone for the first hour of the day. So you don't even know me, Lachlan. Are you just like in the shower rocking back and forth in the cradle? <laughs> <or something? laughs> my insights. <laughs> I need my notifications. Have I been cancelled overnight? Ooh. All right. Next question we've got. Your cuppa of choice is a homebrewed chai, hot tea with honey to soothe the voice. What the fuck? Non-fat caramel frappuccino, extra cream, ceremonial cacao, (laughs) (laughs) ceremonial cacao, charged by the sun and illuminated by the light of the full moon. That's you. I've heard you and your siblings' name. You guys definitely did that every morning. That was family lunches. Guys, gather around. We're getting a ceremonial cacao, charged by the sun and illuminated by the light of the full moon. They're like, fuck, not again. We had this yesterday. I was a weird kid at school. Everyone else has got their apple juice popper and I'm like, oh, fuck, i got to put out my ceremonial cacao. Does anyone have a fucking crystal to <laughs> You're like spreading sage in all the kids' foods. <laughs> Guys, for all of you who aren't lactose intolerant, this is for you. Guys, turmeric is really good for inflammation. Just sprinkle some. <laughs> There you go, guys. Okay, so you think that's mine? Ceremonial yeah, cacao? cacao, obviously. Okay, well, I know that you're lactose intolerant. You'll probably shit yourself if you have half of these. Mm-hmm. So I'm going <laughs> to go with you a nice hot tea with honey to soothe the voice. Yeah, I don't You mind do that. a lot of screaming, so. I do. Yeah, I'm an angry person. <laughs> All right, next up. When faced with an unfamiliar situation and new people, you often feel comfortable, excited, lonely, or nervous. Ooh, we're getting deep here, aren't we? <laughs> Who's got social anxiety? <laughs> I think I would go that you'd be excited but also nervous at the same time, depending on who it is. So I'm, I'm going to give you excited because excited can include nervous as well. Yeah. Well, that is abs- actually spot on. Yes. That's not even like a stab at me. Mm-hmm. I would honestly, I would say the same for you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That one's not very funny. <laughs> Sometimes it's not funny. Sometimes <laughs> it's just insightful. We're friends. <laughs> oh, look at her. Off like... I was saying off camera, not even on fucking... We are on camera, but it's a po- off camera, we fucking hate each other, basically. Yeah, we do. We yeah, do. this is like... Who the the guys from Mythbusters? Apparently, they hate it. For anyone who do watches... Do they? For, yeah, for, yeah, apparently, they're not, not friends. <gasps> so, for anyone who's also a fan of Mythbusters and also listens to Behind the Bays, <laughs> that's a Venn diagram we never knew you needed. I am really heartbroken by that, that they don't like each other. Well, they're just not mates. They just don't hang out. My favorite episode of Mythbusters was when they got one of those giant gobstopper lollies and they did an experiment where they put it into a hot car and it actually exploded from the inside. Did you ever watch that? No. And then I was never allowed to have gobstoppers after that. Are you all right? Yeah. This feels like some like... <laughs> Do you want to go get some gobstoppers? This feels like, we'll get you some gobstoppers after this. It feels like some <laughs> like deep, or deep memories. Or when they used to throw a coin off like the top story of a building because it showed you how it like accelerated when it got to the bottom and it was really dangerous. Yeah. If you're ever walking along the streets of Sydney and you just feel a coin fucking nail you in the head, <laughs> just look up and it's start going, did it work? <laughs> Or it's the hosts of Mythbusters doing it to each other because they fucking hate each other. Dude, Australian reboot of Mythbusters. It just means stars. Just start getting really excited and maybe like, okay. All right. Oi, oi. Next question. You find out somebody is spreading rumors about you. What do you do? Meditate with crystals while secretly seething inside. Shrug it off. What someone says about you is none of your business. Distance yourself immediately. Or confront them with receipts. This is going to get ugly. As an influencer, I would have to assume that you confront them with receipts. <laughs> I feel like you've got the, you have people in every circle of Sydney who can give you the information that you need. So you're definitely going up to them and getting all jade up in their face. <gasps> Lost it. Oh. <laughs> the woman was too stunned to speak. <laughs> I am not, com- I'm not a com- 
confrontational person. You're going up to someone. You you turn into Will Smith when someone talks shit about <laughs> oh, you. Oh shit! Get my Instagram out of your <laughs> fucking mouth. I think you're like a very whatever kind of dude. You'd shrug it off. What someone says about you is none of your business. Yeah, no one has to see me cry in public. I'll do that in my own time. <laughs> if you were stuck on a desert island, what one item would you want with you? That's a lot of W's. An obsidian crystal for a strong psychic protection, a ukulele, a camera to capture the natural beauty of the island, your phone, dark. Oh, this was written by someone in the mid-30s. <laughs> Speaking to the Gen Z. Yeah. I think, what would you, I don't think you want your phone because, you know, you got your little first hour thing. You're like, I don't need it. So I, Can I, think- I just say that none of these items are useful on a deserted island? Like, what about like a lighter or something? Or like a... Or a boat. A boat, yeah. A boat. What are you getting the lighter for? You just light up your diaries? <laughs> you can't bring any diaries. Mama needs a dart before she gets deserted <laughs> on the island. I'm thinking, I think even if you were deserted on an island, you wouldn't miss an opportunity to take a nice flick. Like oh. you'd be like, we're never getting saved. But thank God it's golden now. So we're going to take a quick picky. So like, a camera. comment, subscribe. Yeah, because you'd be like rocking the natural curly hair too. You'd be looking hot. You'd be like castaway. You'd be losing your mind doing a live stream to like <laughs> the trees. Guys, thank you for the bits. Please keep sending them in. I'm, I'm losing my mind, but thank you. Oh my me. God, I'm so pretty. Thank you for the comments. Me, me and Wilson are just doing a TikTok dance. We're just like, <laughs> yeah. Renegade, renegade. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go. I think you would bring a ukulele because, you know, you're the guy who likes to bring the vibes to the room, to the deserted island. And I reckon you could play like Wonderwall or something like, you know, when you go to afters and someone's always like, oh, bro, I can play the guitar. You and then that's you bring- me? That's so insulting. I reckon Nath, so Nath can also do that. Nath would do it, but he'd put the guitar on his lap and goes, all right, does anyone know how to play this? <laughs> He's just sitting it with, on his lap and someone else is playing it over his shoulders. <laughs> it's Simba over his shoulders. Going, I've got you, bro. I've always got you. Don't worry, bro. We've got the energy. It's fine. Let me strum your axe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Describe, <laughs> describe your perfect first date. Oh, we've spoken a bit about this on previous apps, haven't we? we? Have. Let's see if we can actually Any pinpoint fisting? the right thing. <laughs> Fisting, where hopefully they have a fisting option. <laughs> Something outdoors, super relaxed, a picnic by the sea with a musical instrument, staring into each other's eyes and opening your heart chakras. <laughs> what the fuck? You'd go to the best restaurant in town, taking photos of all the food and drinking champagne. Oh, I feel like it's obvious which one you're going to do for me. I, mm, you're an outdoorsy person, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I love nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way that wind feels in Well, my because hair. I need to close my rings on my Apple Watch, so that's oh, why. Fuck. No one cares about your rings. Can I just put this out there? I, when people are posting on their Instagram stories, just finished my 10,000 steps. I have 10,000 reasons that I don't care about that. Like, I Lucky, d- if you're not part of the cult, you, don't, you can't speak. It I'm is sorry, a cult. But it's it? the girls that get it, get it. And you obviously don't get it. I, I don't want to get it. Do you have a Fitbit or like a Garmin? I don't have any. You're just raw dogging it. You don't even know how many steps <laughs> I'm, you're doing. I, I'm raw dogging my fitness. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to go a picnic by the sea but with a musical instrument, but I think you'd bring like a weird thing. Like, the recorder. Like a yeah, recorder. <laughs> Hot cross <laughs> buns. <laughs> Is this turning you on Okay, yet? so I think you're going to obviously be just staring into each other's eyes, opening your heart chakras. 
Yeah, definitely. Eye contact is very important. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, done. So last question, Lockie. This one's a bit fun. <laughs> so we have to describe your personal style. We've got simple and sexy. Designer labels all the way, babe. I love that they put babe in there. You mostly wear black, but are open to change. Bohemian, neutral tones and flowy fabrics. You mostly wear black, but are open to change. Seems like it's a big existential thing. Like, yeah. I usually wear black, babe. Like it, when you're in your emo era, when you like have a side fringe and stuff. I mean, it's not a phase, but I'm open. <laughs> to wearing, you know, some pastels I'm maybe. I'm in love with an emo girl. Oh God, no, let's not do that. <laughs> uh, so, Lucky, what do you think about my style? Um, I don't think you're a designer person. No. You th- if, if you are, you've hid that well. <laughs> uh, you don't mostly wear black either and you're certainly not open to change. So it can't be that one. One thing about um, Star, historically stubborn. <laughs> Said in her way. It's like listening to someone on 2GB. I'm a Virgo. That's not an excuse. Yes, it is. I'm an asparagus, so I'm a pain in the ass all the time. Mercury's in Gatorade. Come on. <laughs> um, it's it's got to be a, a middle ground between simple and sexy and bohemian and neutral tones and flowy fabrics. You're wearing flowy right now. I am. And I don't think you're a simple person either, so I'll go bohemian neutral tones. I think you're simple and sexy. Oh, stop it. You wouldn't be the first. So who do you think I'll be? We've answered all of the questions. We're about to click the final response. Mm. Who do you think I'm going to be? I feel like based on these, I'm going to guess Sarah or maybe Saskia. I hope I get Sarah. Who do you, you, you think you're going to get Sarah? I hope you get Nathan just for lols. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would like to get Kai because he's our unprob- unproblematic or Simba. King. Just okay, ready? On three. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> Okay, I'll do yours. So, <laughs> okay, Lucky, you're Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally talented. You're a creative soul with a heart of gold, yet sometimes you doubt yourself. Yeah. Don't let distractions and false friends hold you back. You have mm. something unique to share with the world. And when you do, they'll be claiming they knew you way back when. That's me. Snaps for Sarah. Yeah, let's go. Sarah, hell yeah. Um, Who am I? Star. You're a jade. No! <laughs> Okay, I'm actually Sarah. <laughs> okay, what made me be a Jade? It was the Instagram well, ones. I think it's my answers of you. So I view the same way I view Jade apparently. Well, you did say that Jade was your favorite character <laughs> you have no in the fucking first talent. <laughs> you might have had a tough time growing up, but those who uh-huh. once doubted you now have egg on their face. As in, you used to throw eggs at people? Because I fucking egged them. You egged them, yeah. <laughs> Coins and eggs from the top of Sydney. <laughs> As an adult, you make friends easily and have a unique sense of humor that attracts others in spades. Haters going to hate, but you know the path you're on and have no problem standing up for yourself. I kind of actually, I fuck with that. Yeah. yeah I vibe with that. All you need is a, a seedy little mustache and a fake tan and you're on your way. <laughs> well, fake tan, I'm halfway there. I just think we obviously haven't watched the whole series yet. So we're only up to episode five. So the person who wrote this quiz is obviously extremely scientific and thorough with their research so yeah i'm pretty sure maybe we're gonna see more of jade we're gonna have some more character development anytime i watch the show now i'm gonna be like i can't tell if that's star or jade jade they're vibes just, they're acting the exact same bje big jade energy B, say bj bje big jade energy oh big jade i thought you just said bj out of the out of the blue for no reason <laughs> Stars just in the middle just So what do we think about BJ (laughs) Now we can talk about BJ's and penises all day But there is an episode we have to talk about And it opens on a beautiful Sunday morning Of the girls doing yoga together That'd be Jess, Saskia and Elle 
Doing mm. a little bit of yoga, getting a little bit of stretching, you know, opening up their third eye, which was uh, – <laughs> it was funny because they were like the only people in the class. So I don't know if they booked it out or just everyone else who does that yoga class usually turned up, saw them, was like no. – Fuck that. <laughs> saw the camera crews and the sound. He's like, yeah, I, I don't – Hashtag I don't. boycott Byron Bays. Boycott Byron Bays. Go on, guys. Do it. Don't, please. Yeah, that was definitely – no, we need to get paid. Please, please. don't. Uh, that was definitely – it was definitely like a private session kind of vibe. Just, just the chicks doing some stretches. Wasn't it weird that the instructor left and just let them like stay in the studio? <laughs> Pack right. up. <laughs> Thanks, girl. They work at the yoga studio. Yeah. <laughs> They're just there like mopping up. God, I just, this is such a lovely place to work at. Would you mind just wiping down your mats before you leave? Thank you so much. Yeah, Have a blessed day. So when they say they're like, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a thinker, I'm an inspirer, it means I work at the yoga studio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the yoga scene is kind of setting us up for what's ahead. And Elle literally says she's under the pump for an epic fundraiser. Like something big is brewing for episode five. And we're not going to give too much away just yet because we've got to talk about everything that happens in the lead up. But big things coming. Yeah, I mean, it's always interesting to hear Elle talk because you just don't know what she's going to say. <laughs> like it's 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 like having a speak and spell, but when you press the buttons, it just has its own thing. That seems to have carried over to her website as well because I was actually doing a little squiz of uh, – she has a website, yeah. It's, um you know, the design of it is quite nice. We've got some beautiful photos of our sunshine queen, Elle, but um, I'm just going to read you out maybe just a little snippet yeah. from Elle's I, website. I'll play the part of a CEO and I'll decide whether I would hire this person okay, or not. Okay, cool. Let's just yeah. pretend we're in the boardroom. So uh, who have you got for me? With 14 plus years experience in local domestic and international business, Elle has managed to imbue herself within a diverse range of fields and ultimately infuse her life with meaning by being of service to the collective. It's the most vague shit <laughs> I've ever heard. What, 14 years of what, domestic, international Local, work? domestic, all the airports. That could be a drug deal. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. I've worked at a domestic level, um, pushing bags just for my friends. And Ultimately. Then I was an international drug dealer for a long time. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Just kidding. Ultimately, but, infuse your life with meaning by being of service to the collective. Of service. <laughs> sounds like a pamphlet when you join Scientology. It really does. Yeah. So do I get the job? Yep. So you'll be working the deep fryer. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's like so vague. Does it, does, anything else or does it just say that? There's a lot. And right. I would encourage listeners to go and check it out in their own time. Bit of homework for you. Um, I mean, the Queen has done a lot. I mean, the show's done, so she's obviously looking for work somewhere. <laughs> so if someone's got a job opening. Ultimately, she directs herself to a life of aligned action, giving back to the planet and nurturing each and every person, opportunity and interaction she engages with. Clearly, she doesn't nurture Sarah, so no. that's a lie. Yeah, she does not nurture mm. Sarah. I've not seen her once embrace Sarah and no, nurture her. no. That is interesting. Wow. I that's a vague <laughs> website. It's very whimsical. It is it's a I mean Simba would read that and go, I understand everything. <laughs> Simba uh, that's um, being written. Simba's actually the copywriter for lwatson.com.au. <laughs> He's on, he made the website. He's like, L, I'll take care of it. So Lockie, I think we've got a new quote for the board of shame coming from the one and only L. Watson. Mm -hmm. And this was when she said, So many people around the world refer to me as sunshine. I don't think Sarah would refer to her as sunshine. I mean, we should have asked her last week when she was here, but we didn't uh, have time. Isn't that like a demeaning term though? I had a teacher back in school. Anytime he wanted to tell you to shut up, he's like, he was Scottish as well, so it was very intimidating. Are you listening to me, sunshine? <laughs> no, I don't think it's like, 
It's sunshine. A sunshine. <laughs> Keep going. Sunshine. Sunshine is very happy, very bold, very bright. It's more so about the feeling that you get when you look at sunshine. So apparently... When I look at sunshine, it hurts my eyes. It hurts my eyes. Yeah. Burn your retinas. So yeah, I think sunshine is the perfect word to describe <laughs> Elle. So do you think that is bored of shame worthy? I think it's bored of shame worthy, yeah. Absolutely. And it's the confidence she said it with as well, which just really shits me. <laughs> Speaking of overconfidence in all the right places, Nathan took Sarah on a little date. <gasps> yes. Ah! Oh, oh interesting. That. The plot thickens. Now, mm. Nath, if you're listening, hey, babes. Hey, bud. <laughs> hey, little bubbly boy. Hey, man. Now, we have gone pretty ham on Nathan in previous episodes, but we have also been saying every week there's going to be character development. We don't know what's ahead. And you might kick me out of the studio for this, Lockie, but I think I'm starting to maybe see Nathan in a bit of a different light. <laughs> the silence. But when they were on the date... I think it kind of humanised him a little bit because before he was just kind of this enigma, like this just annoying being. And then I saw him on the date with Sarah and I was like, oh, actually, maybe he's not a fuckboy. That's so funny, the way you like phrase him. Before this, he was like, and you know, an annoying being. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Oh, I mean, I get you. He was, he's obviously, I think it's good because he's one of those dudes where you take him away from his group and he's very different, like one-on-one, which I've got to give him credit for. Um, I like the fact that they were like kind of, you know, getting into a conversation and Sarah just interrupts and goes, should we do some shots? Yes. I was like, like, she's like, I need to be more fucked up for this conversation. Our party queen. Sarah is always down for a good time. Um, And Nathan did have a really smooth move. I do have to thank Nathan because he had, when he lent in for the kiss, he didn't just lean in. He didn't do the deadpan eyes of her just going in. He was like, "Your, your necklace is all tangled. And then he was like fixing it and then he leaned in. No, but that was a pretty smooth move. And Lockie Mac, I am interested to know, what are your smooth moves? Oh, I usually just like tell them my parents are rich and that tends to work pretty quickly. (laughs) You can't lie on a first date, Lockie, come on. (laughs) Oh, I I mean, I always try to figure out what their favorite cocktail is or what drink they like. And then when they go to the bathroom, I'll order that and then it'll be at the table waiting for them, which I think is a pretty smooth move. That's nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all right. What's the smoothest thing a man's done for you? Oh, I feel like I'm more the move maker. Like say with my boyfriend, Matt, we've been together for like four years. I kissed him first. Mm-hmm. Again, like I told you, when I when I go one of my first dates, I used to like want to have big dick energy, you know, like it's that power play. So mm-hmm. we were just out, and I just went in, just went in for the big smooch. You're I like, don't know. You picked him up against the wall. <laughs> come here, baby. Oh, come here. <laughs> big mama's got you. Don't worry. I but I feel like the classic smooth move is like the one when you go to the movies and you do the uh, arm over the chick, and then you plant one on her. Yeah, I've never done that. I'm really bad at picking up signals. So the entire time, I'm just assuming like. I, she doesn't want me to touch her. She doesn't want me to look at her. I'm really bad at it. Like I'll leave the day and she's like, yeah, you didn't like make any moves. I'm like, I assumed you hated me. <laughs> no, it goes really well for me. But hey, uh, i got to give Nathan credit. Uh, there you go, Nathan. There's your credit. You'll be getting no, no more from me. <laughs> You've cashed in your get out of jail free card. They even had a second little smoochy smooch outside the restaurant, mm. which was uh, always a good sign. That's always like the sloppy drunk kiss after you're both drunk and you're leaving yeah. the restaurant. The first time you've stood up, and, like everything's spinning, like, you know, you've had a really good time. You want to count, 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 I want kisses. I want uppies, uppies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're they both, both boys. boys. <laughs> God, you can tell we both fucking do TikTok. (laughs) Speaking of, uh, and they were both boys, 
Simba and Elias. <laughs> Great segue. When are they going to kiss? Oh, we have a lot of tension building there. I just love how we keep coming back to the boxing ring. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's like very emotional, the chats that happen there. There's a lot of testosterone flying around. Mm. There's a lot of energy because obviously King Simba's there. Yeah, of course. So what would happen in the boxing ring this episode? I mean, they'll have a little bit of, a bit of a chat about, you know, trying to be friends again is Elliot's going to approach Nathan. And, you know, I liked that they were having the conversation. And I, my favorite thing is watching Simba listen to people. And obviously in this little scene, we see them talking about the fact that Nathan and Elias had their little blow up, a bit of a, a spat in their friendship as Nathan found out that Elias was calling him a fuck boy. And I think Nathan got a bit upset, called him an egotistical fuck. And it happens. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom and friendship over. But I think they're trying to handle it. And it's, it's, if there's one person you want in your corner when you're bitching and moaning about something, it's Simba because he's going to validate. Like if if I drove my car like just straight into a tree and was aiming for the tree, Simba would be like, well, that tree made the conscious decision to plant <laughs> itself there and it should have been more mindful of your The energy driving. of the tree was magnetizing towards the car. If you had no other option but to drive straight into that tree. Drive safely. Drive safely, guys, if you're listening while you're driving. But that's, I, just, I would love to have Simba in my corner in every situation. I genuinely think he's a very good friend. He is, and he's very he's very wise. Uh, look, admittedly, sometimes you have no idea what the fuck he's saying because he just throws the key words in there. Energy. What What did he say last episode? Uh, it's the what? It's some sort of innate sort of yeah. vibe that they're putting yeah. out. Yeah, innate, uh, innate sort of vibe. He's a walking thesaurus. <laughs> um, start. We have been teasing the audience at this point. Mm-hmm. It's about time we talk about. The big kahunas of this episode. The big kahunas. <laughs> which is Elle's big fundraiser to save the planet. Yeah. Stav's invention is actually very admirable. He's replanting coral in parts of the you know reefs that have had a lot of coral bleaching. It's a great thing to do for the environment. And I couldn't believe that Jade didn't know what coral bleaching was. He thought it was when people drop it in. I'm just going to be totally honest with you, Lockie. What the fuck is coral bleaching? Look, I've got to be fully honest with you, Star, because this is about, this podcast, in essence, is about honesty. (laughs) I don't fully know what coral bleaching is either. I know I definitely did it in geography and it's, you know, like the degradation of coral reefs, but I could not give you the full answer. Maybe we should get Stav on the podcast to explain. Stav, we need you, bro. We need you. Because we know you can bleach your hair, you Uh can bleach your bathroom, you can bleach your bum. If you wanted to as well. (laughs) So now we're at the main event, which is Elle's mermaid party. Dressed as a mermaid, got her 3D printed version of herself on this big like bedrock that can go into the ocean where you can plant new bits of coral so it can regenerate the reef, which is beautiful, but it's her. And she made a specific request when they were editing it. Can you make my boobs bigger? Which like... It's your statue, so you can we, it's a statue. She has a statue of herself as a mermaid. Uh, is it like a sculpture or a statue? I th- I don't know the difference. Yeah, well, look, we all we know is that Stav got his little hoodaki, did a th- scan of Queen L, and mm-hmm. then it was like like kind of like a three D printer scan kind of vibe. Yeah, but she wanted her boobs to be a bit bigger. Yeah, don't we all? And. <laughs> Everyone was invited to take a piece of coral and put it in little like holes that were built into this statue. This is so hard to talk about because I don't know how to refer to it. But then at the same time, they're all putting these little bits of coral in and, you know, they're going to help save the world. And funnily enough, while they were doing that, Jade fell in the pool. Yeah, that was iconic. Just got to point that out. I don't have much to say about it, but it's just funny. <laughs> but uh, and it was also Jade's attention was directed to a couple of mermaids sitting by the pool as well. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, a few mermaids and some merman, 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 merperson. Mer- 
Yes, Merp. Merpson. <laughs> Merpson is 2022. We've yeah, got to be inclusive. What was really fucking cringe to me about the mermaid party was when there was like a performance. We had the mermaids that were there doing this <laughs> stunning performance and they had an underwater camera for us to watch at home, <laughs> the viewers, right? So that looks stunning with the underwater shots. From above the pool, it looks like me when I'm fucking 10 playing H2O Just Add Water in the pool with my siblings. Like, look at me. I think Alex said it best. He was like, this looks like when you tell your parents, look how long I can hold my breath yeah. underwater for. <laughs> Which, not the mermaid's fault. They're like, I'm sure usually when they do those performances at the aquarium where they have the big glass it's wall the glass, and you see them. yeah. But she's, she's just kind of doing laps underneath the water. Yeah, it's, it's just like they were just in Nan's backyard yeah. playing roly-polies and doing mm. handstand competitions in the pool. No music playing. So there was it was no ambiance. It was just the sound of just... <laughs> it was just this girl swimming back and forth and you're just like a couple of splashes. Do we need to call the lifeguards from Bondi Rescue down? Like, are they okay? Are they trained? Or was it just Elle's friends that she roped into doing it? Oh, dude, could you imagine that crossover? <laughs> Bondi Rescue X Byron Base. What a crossover. It'd just be Alex <laughs> making fun of the Bondi Rescue uniform. Mm. <laughs> Looks like spotlight to me. <laughs> so the reasoning for Elle having the kind of statue uh-huh. at the party. She said, me being scanned as a mermaid will bring about more conscious attention to saving the coral reefs. Do you think that is true? Sex sells, baby. Sex sells. <laughs> sure. Do. I mean, if someone's, if like some nerdy dude came up to me and goes, excuse me, sir, <laughs> we, uh, we need you to plant some coral right now. It's really serious. You sound like Sid the Sloth. Yeah. It's, uh, Sid the Can Sloth comes up to you. They do this every year. They do this every year. <laughs> Sid the sloth comes up to you and he's like, hey, man, we got to save the reef. I'd be like, no, Ice Age 3 wasn't that good. I don't feel like helping you. <laughs> L comes up to me and goes, you see that big fucking statue, eight foot tall over there? Yeah, that one of me as a mermaid, going to save the reefs. I'd be like, I'm all for it. Where Is it because she's up? terrifying or because she's hot? Both. <laughs> it's like a Cruella de Vil kind of vibe. Yeah. Or like Maleficent. Maleficent? Maleficent. Why do you say Maleficent? Maleficent. Magnificent. Magnificent. Whimsical. Whimsical. They, now we're just saying words. We're just doing thesaurus again. <laughs> this is what Simba does at home. Simba is screaming right now. He's like yelling out other synonyms. <laughs> say this one. <laughs> Something interesting we did learn was the fact that coral only has sex once a year. So... It's more than you. Yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. I was going to make a joke about <laughs> you and coral having something in common, but you beat me to a punch. <laughs> fuck. Um... Damn, could you imagine like going for a swim in a reef and Coral looks up at you and goes, virgin. <laughs> Getting bullied by Coral. So every time I go in the ocean now, I have to be like, oh, sorry, am I interrupting something? <laughs> am I interrupting something, guys? <laughs> but uh, no, that's it's interesting. I think it is cool what they're doing. The company's called Charm and uh, they are actually replanting a lot of Coral, which is a great thing to do. So give them support. Snaps for Charm. Yeah, snaps for Charm. Snaps charmed. for Charm. Great work, Stav. Uh, L, thanks for 3D modeling yourself. As Love a- your work, mate. But did you notice... When Stav walked in, she was lying down in the backyard as the mermaid. I was just thinking, how fucking long have you been sitting there as a mermaid waiting for him? What if he was like, yeah, there's heaps of traffic and she's just kind of like, can't walk Spallied away. Splayed out there. That thing would have been fucking heavy as well. Well, she like puts her phone a little bit too far away from her. She's like, hey, Siri, call Stav. Siri's going to go off on. Nathan! Nathan, you know when you're like ten and you clean your room and you really want to show your mum you've done such a good job, and you just kind of <laughs> lay there like, "Hey, that's that's Elle in the mermaid costume." Hey, Stabby, Stab. She's like, "How long have you been sitting there for?" Six hours. <laughs> Loved every minute of it. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that she was just sitting there for a little while. 
I mean, I have you ever done that when you're just like waiting to scare someone and you end up like they you end up hearing them talking to someone downstairs and you're like, Fuck, just walk. This is not funny for me anymore. Okay, so let's talk about the fight at the mermaid party because what is a mermaid party without a little bit of beef? What is a Byron Bay's episode without someone talking shit? Oh, it just the drama just seems to carry on from each episode, doesn't it? Yeah, we never get resolution. It's almost as if they're trying to like keep the show going. Yeah. yeah. It's almost as if like it's kind of a drama reality show. Yeah. I still stand by the fact that Kai is a secret producer <laughs> and he's causing all this shit. He's just like, hey, you guys should probably like dress up as mermaids. Sarah, have you talked to Elle? Huh, you may, maybe we should talk to her. Poking <laughs> with with a stick. She'd get be in for there. a chat. Yeah, she's, he's poking them with his like tattoo needle. <laughs> go, go, go have a look. Go on. I'm doing a smiley face. I'm, I'm drawing an arrow on your arm where you have to go. There you go. Go to the mermaid. Go to, go talk to the mermaids. <laughs> okay, so Sarah pulls Elle aside for a chat and she says, I heard a rumour that Elle has been talking some shit. Sarah is very direct. Our queen, she's the newbie in town, but she spoke to her mum last episode. She doesn't want to fuck around mm-hmm. anymore. Let's just go head to head. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Sarah's mum, my favourite character on the show. But yeah, she's uh, she goes straight in. She's I thought she was a bit more of like a shy kind of girl, but she goes straight up and she goes, "He's been talking shit." Yep. Step up. She went like this. If you put like a UFC background on it, they would not look out of place. <laughs> Heard you been talking shit. So Sarah confronts L and Queen L, gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. <laughs> she just deny, deny, die with the lie. Mm. That is her motto at the moment because she said, "I've never called you fake." Yeah. She was fully not owning her shit, which we don't stand. Yeah. We love a girl boss who is direct and upfront, Sarah Queen. Yeah. L, what the fuck? Yeah, L, what the fuck? <laughs> Respond. Um, <laughs> but no, it was funny because then it was it felt like a WWE match went from USA to WWE because they were just talking and then it was like out of nowhere, it's Saskia. Like, where did she come from? Oh, and starts, you know, mouthing off, having a go at Sarah, sticking up for her friend Elle, which, you know, girls stick with girls, friends stick with friends. It's good to see. But then, you know, Sarah's saying like, yeah, you guys were talking shit. They're like, we're not. Where oh. would you hear that from? And I don't think they expected her to say Nathan. Yeah. And then the response was, Nathan would never lie. There's your first incorrect <laughs> statement. And I just thought it, it was very interesting the way that they were going at each other because it was basically just... You said this. No, I didn't. No, but you did. No. But you said it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't recall. But you. But he said that you said. Oh no, he he's lying. Wait. So are you saying he's lying? No, he's not a liar. We're just going round in circles. Yeah, basically. Back and forth, round and around. And mind you, it did look like Saskia had had a few too many champers at she, this party. You reckon? <laughs> yeah. I think I think she'd love a good champer, but who doesn't? And it's, it was nice to see her just like. Because we hadn't seen a whole lot from her until the uh, the horse riding scene where she had a fair bit to say as well. Oh, that was so confronting Alex and Sarah. Fucking random. Yeah, that was honestly the weirdest thing ever. They're yeah. just like going for a walk on the beach and then, hello, how you going? Pulling it, up on my horse on a metaphorical and literal high. Yeah, horse. that was the most iconic line. It's a great line. <laughs> I just can't imagine taking someone seriously while they're wearing like a saddle club helmet. I know. Yeah. What if the horse just started trotting away and you'd be like, no, Shadow, come back. <laughs> it's just running away. Is, did you call it Shadow? Shadow, I don't know. It's a very Byron name. <laughs> Lucky Mac, have you ever been kicked out of anywhere before? Uh, I've been kicked out of a couple of establishments throughout Sydney. Um, <laughs> you know, some of them where I probably should have left to my own volition. Uh, I, I remember one of my first- Self-aware king. We love yeah, it. Yeah. But one of my first times I was 
you know, my, one of my first times going out drinking when I turned 18, I didn't realize they could kick you out. I thought like, I thought it was like a safe place to be drunk at a pub. Like that was allowed. <laughs> They're like, yeah, come get fucking wasted. That's fine. And so I was like leaning up against a wall, hammered. And someone, one of the seconds comes up and goes, I might time for you to leave. And I hate it because I do the thing that makes like, I roll my eyes at people now. I was like, I'll leave. But like, tell me what I did. Yeah. What did I do wrong? <laughs> No, no, like I'm going. I'll go. I agree with you guys, but bro, no, no disrespect. No, bro, I. You guys are doing your job, and I respect. (laughs) But like, what did I do? As my eyes aren't even fucking open. Like, what? Oh, dude, I have so been there, and you know what's embarrassing? Mine actually wasn't even that long ago. It was last year. I went to a bottomless brunch and went out for drinks after. And I feel like the seckies have like a quota per night. You've got to kick a certain amount of people out, right? So I'm just there living my best life on the D floor, cutting the shapes, as we say, on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And then I just get the hand on the shoulder. When you get the hand on the shoulder, you know you're in big trouble. And he just said, no, it's time to leave. And I was like, what have I done? I felt like I was getting kicked off Survivor when they're like, the tribe has spoken. Get the fuck out. You're out. And I did what you were just saying. I was outside the place in the city being like, what did I do? What did I actually do? Like present to me on paper, even though I was probably just trash and they just needed a certain amount of people to leave. The second place that I've been kicked out of no alcohol involved. What? Year 10 drama. Got oh. kicked out of the whole subject. You got kicked out of the subject? Yeah, I know. You were school captain. You were like oh, goody two shoes. <laughs> I was a little bit of a delinquent on the uh, other hand. Yeah. And my teacher was a bitch. Probably not. Maybe I was the bitch. And I was nah, just- your teacher was a bitch. Fuck her. What's <laughs> Fuck her name? Call her- <laughs> Yeah, Miss- <laughs> Hey, I know you're listening. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Year 10 drama had just started. Everyone's doing their monologues like bullying. No, knock it off. <laughs> Racism, knock it off. And <laughs> turned to me and she's like, get the fuck out of my classroom. Oh, what did Look you do? Look at me now. I didn't do anything. I'm innocent, bro. Oh, you, you, were just, you just sucked at drama. She's like, you, have you tried science? I think what happened is I was actually too talented. She saw my star potential and mm-hmm. was like, I'm intimidated. Oh. Get out. Which is potentially what has happened at the mermaid party, yeah. which is why Sarah has been asked to leave Fuck, that was by the mean segue. girls. It's a smooth Thank segue, you. man. That was Thanks. nice. That's a nice. segue. Yeah. I mean, getting asked to leave a function like that. Can you imagine when it was just because it, it wasn't like leading up to that. It was just argue, argue, argue. You said this. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. They said you said it. I think you should leave. And I was yeah. like, ooh. And so that, and that's when, they, you know, they put the dramatic music in. Yeah. Like, and then cut. And then cut. And that's, fuck you, Byron Bays, for making me want to keep watching the show. I'm yeah. sick of this shit where I sit there and I'm like, I... Some of these people I can't stand. Why am I watching this show? And then you get to the end, you pull this shit on me and I have to watch the next episode because I have to know what's going on. Yeah. Fuck your editors because they did a really good job. You're so good at your job. Oh my God, you guys are annoying. It's like Fantastic. that. Oh, it's like I used. there was a girl I used to have a crush on and every time we spoke, I think she knew I had a crush on her and then every time we spoke, she would be like, you know, a bit cold to me. And then as she was leaving, she'd be like, you know, we should hang out more. And then she would leave. And I'd be like, fuck you. Oh, I don't know. Let me leave. <laughs> no, she's like really nice. If you get to know her, she's actually like a really good personality. Like, and her boyfriend's like super nice. And he's, you know, he's like, they're, they're really cool. So, um, are you I'm, okay? No. Still a bit hurt by that, clearly. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> 
Lockie, now it's time for predictions. We've spoken about the mermaid party, the horses on the beach, and now it's our favourite time where we predict what's going to happen in future episodes and a lot of the time we get it completely wrong because yeah. who the fuck can predict mermaids doing backflips in the pool? I would never would have saw that coming. No, I, I, I did not say that coming. Maybe like unicorns perhaps <laughs> or Kai doing a little flip. I can oh, understand that. Kai. Kai. Just a, like, Kai. It's just a soothing name. <laughs> But uh, obviously we've seen these mermaids. We've seen what Stav and Elle are trying to do. Mm. Do we think Elle's going to save the ocean? I mean, that's a big, big, big task. I know that she definitely has. They both have great intentions. Uh Saving the ocean, maybe a step towards the right direction. But it takes all of us, Mm. Lucky Mac. It's not just Stav. Stefan, yes. It's not not Stell's responsibility. It's on all of us. Do we think that Nathan and Sarah will continue to let their romance blossom? I mean, it looks like it's going that way at the moment, so I would have to predict yes. Yeah. Obviously, we had a bit of a chat with Sarah last week. She was quite secretive. Very good media training, Sarah. Yeah, well done. Excellent. Hey? Netflix is clearly great at editing and uh, media training their talent, which is something that we don't get. Very good middle ground answering. It was neither a yes nor a no. Diplomatic really queen. Very good. <laughs> But I, I see them going down this path. You know, maybe Sarah's good for Nathan. Nathan's good for Sarah. We'll see what happens. But I, I imagine they're going to keep pursuing it. And you just wonder how that's going to affect Elias. I don't think he really cares, to be honest. No, no. I just think he's more like he must be training. Who's he fighting? Because he's training a lot. Maybe he's just training to like get shredded. and. Oh, mate, he's already <laughs> shredded. That man is like a pack of big shredded cheese. <laughs> Like the good stuff. Like Extra the, tasty? Like, yeah, $7 bag, not the four fifty black and gold shit. Premium. Like, I don't know if he'd eat dairy, though. Like, if Alex was buying a bag of shredded cheese, <laughs> it would be the bag with Elias's face on it. It's called Extra Shredded. Extra Shredded, yeah. Extra Tasty. Extra Tasty. Well, I imagine Elias would taste wonderful. <laughs> Knew it was weird coming out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. So we think they're going to make up Nathan Elias. No, I don't think they will. You don't? No. No. I think it's just going to – I think as two strong independent men, uh, they're just never going to talk about it, which is usually how it goes. Just sweep it under the rug and just move on? Yeah. They'll get drunk one night. They'll high five. But I love you, bro. Yeah. No, no. You, you, you are my brother. (laughs) And they'll never talk about it again. Is that how you resolve your conflict? Yeah. They are all of them. Uh, Maybe I, you and Nate will find each other on a night out one day and have a good old bro hug. Yeah, I'm sure you'd be really excited Just to see hug me. hug it out. So we don't think that Nathan and Elias are going to go for a surf together? I think there might be some awkward moments where they're together because the boys are all one little group. True. But I don't know if they're going to ever make – I don't think their friendship is going to get back to what it was before. And it's who's, – who's to say? Is that Sarah's fault? Is it Elias's fault? Is it Nathan's fault? Is it a combination of two or three? You'll have to tune in next week to find out the answer mm. to that question and all the other ones that mm. you're thinking. Some of them we can't answer, like why there was a mermaid sculpture at the mermaid party, but we'll do our best. Yeah, some questions just left better unanswered <laughs> if we don't know why. Um, Obviously, big things coming up in the next couple episodes, so make sure you tune in for that. Uh, we've got some more guests coming on. Uh, we'll we keep do. those a little secret for now, but you're going to be hearing some more bloody tea gets spilt. So someone bring a cloth, bring a towel. <laughs> bring a bucket on and a mop for this you-know-what. gossip. <laughs> yeah. Why do I sound 40? Wet-ass wet gossip. It's what all the kids are saying oh. these days. Oh, I've knocked over my <laughs> crockery and there seems to be tea all over the table. <laughs> 
get my handkerchief out of my pocket. Oh, Lucky literally I has use, a hanky in his pocket. I use a handkerchief one time. I'm exposing you. One time. I'm sorry. I don't want to carry around 15 dirty tissues. I want to carry around one nice piece of fabric <laughs> with a beautiful little pattern on it so I can blow my nose and look like a gentleman. Sustainable king. Guys, make sure you are following us on TikTok at Behind the Bays. That's B-A-E-S pod on the talk. We've got some great content going off on there and also on Instagram as well. How could we forget the gram? Popping up a little bit, so make sure you go follow that as well. Big shout out to Byron Bay Memes, putting out some absolutely fire content. Yep, cracker page. Really like that. Keep that going. Um, Guys, if if you want to leave a little rate for us, I would be absolutely ecstatic at that. I know Star has been talking about it constantly, so if if not for me... Do it for her. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, hope you've enjoyed the dulcet tones Did of our voices. Did you just say use? Hope oh, you've enjoyed it. I've listened to I've watched this show for two Gone fucking a bit long. fucking bogan on us. This is Behind the Bogan with uh, Star <laughs> and Lockie. We will be back inside your ears next Tuesday, 5 p.m. As always, bye. 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 Behind the Bogans. <laughs>